Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. With Christmas just a couple of weeks away, I thought I'd talk with you about the danger of having the wrong kind of expectations, the kind of expectations that are just a setup for defeat. Not all expectations are bad, of course, of course. For instance, in Psalm 62, verses 5 and 6, my soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. We put our hope and assurance in God's deliverance when we're in trouble. This is a righteous expectation. This is a great way to handle all of our expectations, not just the ones that are associated with troubles. But we speak to our own soul and we say, soul, wait silently for God alone. (laughs) And I love that about that verse, my soul, addressing our own souls. This is a good habit to get into. Speaking to yourself, giving yourself a little pep talk, getting your spirit in order. That's how we do it. We address our soul. When we're in difficult trials that are completely out of our control, of course, we turn to God and we trust Him. He is our expectation. But what about our everyday expectations that we can put on others? And those are the ones I want to address today. So let's talk about those. These are the kind of expectations that can backfire. And sometimes you may not realize you have an expectation until the disappointment sets in. You may wonder why you feel so let down, and then you realize that you had certain unspoken expectations, and lo, they did not come to pass. And these are most often, I would put them in the category of fleshly temptations, flesh rather, fleshly expectations, not righteous expectations. And these fleshly expectations are the ones that can be dangerous. So what kinds of expectations are these? First, the kind that involve other people and what you expect from them. Did you expect your husband to hop up and fix you breakfast in bed on your birthday? And it never occurred to him. And then he wonders why he's in trouble when he hasn't done anything. (laughs) Right. It's what he hasn't done, what he never knew you were expecting of him, that got him in trouble. You got a haircut or a new dress and he didn't notice. This kind of expectation is unfair, front to back. He is innocent, not guilty. And this is the kind of expectation that we can drum up. That involves our family, our friends, our coworkers, the people in our church, our neighbors, even the barista at the drive through coffee stand. You had a certain expectation about how you would be treated or served, and then they let you down and you are bummed. They didn't know what you were expecting, and even if they did, they may not have been able to give you the treatment you expected. And really, Would it be good for your soul if you always got your self-centered expectations fulfilled? No, I dare say it would not be good for our souls. And what a brat we could have turned out to be. 
right? So beware that kind of expectation. Heads up, speak to your soul about those kinds of expectations. But there's another kind of expectation also, and it involves more intangibles. Maybe you expected to be married by now, or you expected to have an ideal family with no difficulties or struggles. You expected a certain atmosphere or tone at the party that you hosted, but instead it was clunky and difficult. Or you expected an exhilarating birth experience, and you ended up needing a C-section. Or you thought you aced the test, but you barely passed. All right, are you with me? (laughs) I bet we have all experienced this sort of letdown. And I am not suggesting that we go through life with no expectations at all. No, that's not it. That's not the answer. Rather, we need to pay attention to our expectations. If you are writing up a work of fiction in your head and building it up in your imagination, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. So tune in. Are you being realistic? Does God approve of your expectations? Are they healthy expectations? Are they Christ-centered expectations? Or are they self-centered expectations? Are you putting too much on others? Are you being foolish in what you are expecting? So the goal, ladies, is to have all of our expectations surrendered to God. We plan the Christmas dinner. We do all the work involved in making it a gala event. (laughs) And then we commit it to God. We ask Him to bless it. And we go into it with no self-centered expectations. We aren't expecting everyone to stand and toast us with all this praise for an amazing dinner. No, we're not in charge of that. As Christian women, we need to expect a lot from ourselves. We are in charge, in a sense, of our own souls, right? We are to steward them. We are to speak to them. We are to address our own souls and say, straighten up here. (laughs) You're expecting too much. As Christian women, we need to expect a lot from ourselves and not expect too much, as in unspoken demands, from others. We're to love all the others, which is asking a lot and should keep us very busy. But we're not in charge of them loving us. That's God's department. So what are your expectations for Christmas? Think about it. Do you have any unspoken expectations that are just preparing you for disappointment? Then throw them overboard and instead make God your expectation. Commit all your ways to Him. Commit your shopping list and your grocery list and your, all your preparations to Him. Look to Him to get you through your list of duties. Pray for Him to do wonderful things through all your Christmas planning and baking and shopping and wrapping. And don't put expectations on your people. And whatever happens, receive it all from the Lord's hand and be grateful. My soul, wait silently for God alone for my expectation is from Him. If you drop your expectations, your family is going to feel liberated, and your Christmas is not going to be awkward or tense, and you'll not be striving to achieve some kind of emotional state that is out of your control. Everyone will enjoy Christmas more. 
And so when the curveball happens, when (laughs) you drop the gravy boat, (laughs) it's just like, oh, there it is. That's the thing that I need to rejoice in right now and not let it wreck everybody's day. It's like, no, commit it all to the Lord. Wait silently for him. Trust him. Adopt his view on this whole event. Receive what the Lord gives and be grateful. And Merry Christmas. (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the audiobook for Nancy Wilson's Learning Contentment, a study for ladies of every age. Listen to the full audiobook now on Canon Plus. Just go to mycanonplus.com and sign up today.